Welcome to the CSC's Asian Heritage Month podcast. My name is Philip Shum. I'm the Director of Listings Development uh, for the CSC out of Toronto, Canada. Um, we have our first guest today, uh, Anish Chopra. Welcome, Anish. Thanks for having me, Phil. One of the things that we're, we're talking about here is diversity in the capital markets uh, amongst uh, Asian individuals and, uh, and the Asian diaspora. So I'd like to go ahead and maybe do a little highlight on yourself and maybe have you introduce your job and the company you, you're with. Uh, my name is Anish Chopra. I am a uh, portfolio manager and managing director at Portfolio Management uh, Corporation. Uh, we manage over half a billion uh, in assets for high net worth individuals uh, and their families. And my role um, is as a wealth manager. So I look after investments, uh, the financial planning, the tax aspects uh, of the different investments. And I've been with uh, Portfolio Management uh, Corporation for almost six years now. In, you know, in preparation for this uh, discussion, I've looked over your background and you've got a lot of letters attached behind your name. So I'm wondering if you can go just go ahead and just walk us through your background. In in university, I thought maybe uh, to, to go into accounting because it was a an interesting way to learn about business because business, uh, when it reports its numbers, it certainly talks accounting. So uh, understanding the language of business was important to me. So I did a bachelor's and master's in accounting, um, then qualified uh, at, at, uh, at the time, it was known as uh, being a chartered accountant. Uh, today, after the amalgamation of the different designations, uh, it's, uh, it's a CPA, so a chartered uh, professional accountant. Um, but uh, what I what I did there was I started out in, in audit, and I didn't find the work that exciting. There was a lot of it, but it wasn't very exciting, uh, at least f- for me and for what I was looking to do. And I said, "Wow, I really want to go into another area uh, w- with a bit more excitement." So uh, an opportunity came along, and I was fortunate enough to go into investment banking. Um, so that's the the raising of, of funds and providing advice to corporations. And for, uh, for me, I ended up in mergers and acquisitions, which is the purchase and sale uh, of businesses. And the work was very, very interesting, uh, but it was also um, very, very intense. So it took up a lot of hours, a lot of nights and weekends. And when I looked back at my audit career, I said, wow, this isn't exciting enough. When I was in mergers and acquisitions, I said, wow, this is a bit too exciting. So it takes up all of my time. I need to find that happy balance. So right in between. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what uh, I was fortunate at that time, an opening came up um, at at an asset manager at TD Asset Management, and they managed what was then called uh, or still called proprietary money management. So you manage money that was the bank's own money. So it was their balance sheet that they would put to work. So there, I was able to use my mergers and acquisition skills and go into merger, uh, an area that essentially specialized in special situations, mainly merger arbitrage, uh, distressed debt, uh, pairs trading. So it was quite uh, quite a learning experience. And I stayed there uh, for, for 10 years, managing proprietary capital on behalf of the bank. So saw lots of interesting things, saw uh, the rise of the internet, the dot-com era, uh, the decline uh, of the dot-com era. So so very, very interesting. If you go back about 20 years in tech, 
uh, then got to see the great financial crisis. And at that point, my job did change. So I was uh, managing proprietary funds on behalf of the bank. But in the great financial crisis, as a result of the changes in the rules for financial institutions, they could no longer manage their own uh, money in the markets. So then I moved to, to managing mutual fund uh, money. So manage just a variety of different uh, mandates from uh, asset allocation uh, to, to value funds, uh, looked at high yield bonds, uh, investment grade bonds. So, so it was a, a very different uh, career um, from where I started. Remember, I'm starting out as an auditor in accounting, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. I'm moving to an investment manager. And then at the end, I was fortunate enough to have a team of 30 people and uh, managing about $100 billion. So a lot of people, a lot of responsibility. Uh, but, but what I really wanted to do was get back to working with clients, uh, working on investments. And that opportunity uh, came up with Portfolio Management Corporation. And when it did, um, I, was thrilled, uh, I was thrilled to join them. Well, that's quite the background. So you started off in accounting, you became an investment banker, and then you became a fund manager. So in terms of like, the work that you've done, what is what really kind of inspired you? And then, well, I guess initially to to work with in accounting, and and you kind of addressed that, but I'm wondering if you can elaborate a bit, a bit more about that. Uh, sure. So so I grew up uh, on a farm, and one of my uh, I guess uh, guiding thoughts uh, as I got into late high school uh, was that I didn't really enjoy dealing with the elements. Uh, so uh, working in the cold and in the snow and in hail, uh, in the heat, dealing with uh, bugs, uh, just wasn't something I thought I should spend another 40 years doing. So I thought, where, where else can I go? And I was reading books on Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch's books as well at the time. And I thought, the investment business sounds quite interesting. Maybe I should try and get there. But I was I was risk averse in my thought process, thinking that some of these careers, whether it's investment banking, portfolio management, there's quite, quite a bit of glamour uh, associated with them, which means that there's also risk associated with them. So it was better to take the lowest risk path that I could. And that would be if I can go into accounting. My thought process as a high school student was simply um, at the time, and less so today, was that even if I couldn't get into investment banking or portfolio management, I could always do tax returns in a basement. Well, <laughs> technology came along and simplified uh, even that tax return process. So the thinking was uh, was okay, uh, but um, you know, a little light on the technology side. But that was the, the guiding thought process uh, in late high school. Uh, get, get a solid education in business it, mm -hmm. where I could uh, launch a career, whether it's in investment banking and in portfolio management, or even if that didn't work out, I could do tax returns. I could stay in accounting. You know, I could specialize in corporate tax. There were, there were lots of options uh, just using that accounting as a base. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I've, I've actually, uh, someone recently asked me if they were a 18-year-old person, should they go into business like that is business administration uh, at a university or they should they take accounting uh, and you know like we we had a few people around the table and we all all had different opinions but most people actually agreed with uh, starting an accounting search because you have a great understanding of how things work behind the scenes uh, okay so moving on to the next question so 
I'm wondering if you can tell us at your current role, what's what's the most exciting part of your job? I, I would say understanding investments, analyzing investments, you know, crunching numbers is an interesting part of the job. But I would say that really the most interesting part of the job is working with clients and helping them achieve their goals, whether it's helping their kids um, grow their RSP so that education funding for their family is taken care of or help clients achieve their retirement dreams. It's really being able to take investments and financial planning and help people achieve their goals. So to me, that's the, the most interesting, gratifying, exciting a part of the job. It's just the just dealing with clients, client interaction, and helping them achieve their goals. For your current role, do you have any any words of advice for someone who want to get into the industry? Sure. If you look at let's say the the broader investment or capital markets um, business, I guess a few words of advice. There's there's certainly a lot of opportunity for young people. Uh, it is competitive though, and the best the best way to do it is. And I'm sure the young people listening today would have um, would have already heard this advice. But you know, get good grades. You know, have strong extracurricular activities. I would say the one area that I should have worked on more in university and high school, but but it wasn't as you know, it wasn't as well thought through then as it is today. But try and network and get to meet people uh, as best you can. But then once you've taken some of those initial steps and things are working along, I would say just be very flexible and very open, like trying to get to where you want to go in your career. So uh, let's say you were like me and you were in investment banking. It is it is tough and it was tough for me to move from investment banking into investments. I tried to get the, the closest a jump point that I could. So I was uh, doing mergers and acquisitions, and then there was an opportunity investing in merger arbitrage. So merger arbitrage is when you have uh, one co- company that's in the process of taking over another company, which is, I would have done that advisory work in investment banking, but now I look at it as an investor. So I do have skills that are complementary and that can move over from the investment banking world into uh, the investing world. So, if you're if you're a young person, if you're looking at you know how do you move your career, I would say just be be very flexible, be broad in your thinking, uh, be willing to go into other areas. There's lots of great opportunities in risk management. Think think uh, geographically as well. So not just you know if I'm in Toronto, are there opportunities in Toronto? But maybe there's opportunities in Montreal. Maybe there's opportunities in Calgary uh, that sure. you want to. Uh, access, as well as uh, the thought that for me, which was, I've done a bachelor's in accounting, I've done a master's in accounting, uh, I did my CA, but but the education really didn't stop there. I um, I got my chartered business evaluator designation. Uh, I also qualified as a CFA, so chartered financial analyst. So you continue learning uh, throughout because you just have to get the skills both practical experience skills, as well as uh, the academic requirements mm-hmm. uh, in order to, to move along in your career. Okay, great answer. Uh, so how would you say that at this point in your life, or even as you're growing up, how has your heritage shaped the person, shaped how you turned out to be? When I look at it, I was fortunate um, to grow up in Canada. 
And the great thing about Canada, it's just a melting pot of a variety of different cultures. And just being able to talk to people of other cultures, it just it just provides you with a variety of different opinions mm-hmm. on a variety of different subjects. So it doesn't have to be in the investment business. It could be uh, in uh, politics. It could be in a variety of different fields, whether it's uh, sociology, psychology, just being able to see different points of view uh, that come from people who have who have come to Canada, grown up with different experiences in Canada, come from different generations, whether it's great grandparents or grandparents, kids, everybody sees the world differently based on you know the, the life they've lived up to that point, the stories they've heard, uh, their their backgrounds, uh, their time in different countries. So so that was a really big. Uh, experience that that shaped me when I was younger, and that continues uh, to shape me today as I you know, interact um, with with lots of people, whether it's uh, clients, whether it's companies and their uh, executives, and, and whether that's at the grocery store doing daily chores. Right, it's just being able to get other opinions and and thinking through you know what opportunities their thought processes it really shapes your thinking and moves you along which i think is really 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 important as an investor you don't you don't want to really get tunnel vision that uh, things only work one way because what i found in investing there's all sorts of you know the, the world's a bit of a uh, an unpredictable place and so you have to think about things differently whether that's you know, more formally called scenario analysis, or just taking different points of view and seeing what can go right, and more importantly, what can go wrong. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sometimes I've heard the uh, the best best deals you've done for your portfolio are to do are the deals that you didn't do. The misses so, are near misses, right? So the near the near misses. That's right. Yes, yeah, so with the uh, the rocket that's landed fifty feet away from you, as opposed to on you, right? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So in ter- in, in ter- as a follow-up to that, so wh- what does Asian Heritage Month mean to you then? Well, it, it, to me, it's the recognition and celebration of the cultural diversity, the different points of view, and the contributions uh, that the Asian community um, has brought to uh, Canada, uh, as well as their contributions and participation in things going on around the world. So it's just what's the cultural diversity, the contributions and other mm-hmm. things that the Asian community has given to not just Canada, but, but to other countries around the world. And it's a celebration uh, of that. And I think that's very important. Okay, great. Uh, so uh, one of the last two questions here, but what are some of the interesting hobbies or talents that most people may not know about you? A few things. It's just when you see people, sometimes you just see the uh, people wearing a suit and you have a certain image of them. But um, I did grow up on a farm, so riding and, and racing dirt bikes was a different aspect uh, to me growing up. I don't, I don't do that uh, anymore. I don't live on a farm, so it's a little, a little bit uh, more difficult to access a hobby <laughs> like that. Um, I still play uh, ice hockey. So just a, a few different parts of me as opposed to a person who's an investor and you know opens up annual reports and reads balance sheets and executive and management commentary there there are other things and it's nice to have fun just doing active active things like you know playing hockey yeah sure uh is so is there anything else you'd like to address 
Uh, no, I, I just wanted to thank uh, thank you, Phil, and the CSC uh, for having me um, on as a guest. And um, uh, you know, if people do have questions, uh, you know, I'm, I'm active on uh, on Twitter. You know, please feel free uh, to reach out to me or reach out via the firm's uh, website, and I'd be happy to to answer any questions that you have. What would the firm's website be then? Uh, so we're at uh, www dot portfolio management dot ca and uh, my twitter handle is uh, anish chopra underscore uh, pmc and so uh, happy to, to to connect with people uh, through either of those uh, either of those methods and uh, I, I do post uh, reasonably often on linkedin as well so uh, r- right now um, i'm just working on a series Related to Canadian, uh, Canadian business people, Canadian fi- financiers uh, who've made significant contributions uh, to, to Canadian finance and to Canadian business. I, I've I've entitled the series uh, "The Unforgettables," and it's just a it's just Great. a lot of interesting facts uh, about you know d- different personalities uh, who who've helped Canada move along in the business business area and in the finance area. Okay, that's great. Uh, so to wrap this up, uh, again, thank you very much. Uh, I'm with Anish Chopra, who is the Managing Director and Portfolio Manager for Portfolio Management Corporation. Um, my name is uh, Philip Shum from the CSC. I'm the Director of Listings Development here in Toronto, Canada. And uh, stay tuned for uh, another episode in the near future of the CSC's Asian Heritage Month. Thank you. Thank you.